You're listening to Playbook Radio with Martin Williams. Here's where you'll learn how to develop a playbook and game plan for your life so you can live without limits. Now, here's your host, Martin Williams. And welcome to Playbook Radio. My name is Martin Williams. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Excuse me. Uh, You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also go to GameplanPlaybook.com. That's GameplanPlaybook.com to find out more about what I do and how I can possibly help you. So today, what I wanted to talk to you about is something I call mental coding. And it's something that I've been working on for a number of years. And um, I wanted to... um, let people know that I'm ready to, you know, essentially take it public and ready to, you know, help people, um, you know, reprogram their mind because a lot of, a lot of what we call problems, a lot of what we call struggles is really just a, a misalignment of what we're thinking our dominant thoughts versus what we actually want to do. So I'll do a simple example. You know, let's say that you decided that you're going to start working out and you're going to, you know, essentially work on losing weight. And at first, you know, you have a lot of, you know, you have a lot of excitement, a lot of enthusiasm and, you know, you've decided, okay, yeah, you know, I'm going to make this happen because, I, you know, I really want to get fit. You know, whether it's you're getting fit for summer or getting fit for a wedding or just getting fit for your health. You know, maybe your doctor has told you that you need to shed some pounds and whatever the case may be. And you've made, the, you've made this decision, excuse me, to do this. So you go and, you know, the first day you work out, and you know goes well you know you're tired you know you're you know but you got a good workout in and then day two comes or the next day comes and you don't feel like doing it right and so you you lose motivation that quickly and now what do you do you know because the need to lose weight is still there the, um, you know, the why is is clear. A lot of people say, well, you know, you have to have a why. And the why is clear, but now you're not motivated. Now you can't get yourself out of bed. Now you can't do what you need to do to go and, and accomplish this goal because you're not motivated because you don't want to do it because you want to do something else. You'd rather you know, watch TV, you'd rather sleep in, you'd rather do anything but a difficult workout. And what happens most of the time is either one of two things, either the person quits altogether or they quit until the goal goes from being a nice-to-have to a must-have. And you go from a place of where it would have been a luxury if you could have started working out beforehand. And then it's like six weeks before summer <laughs> and you want to lose those 20 pounds, but you haven't done anything and you've actually gained weight. 
um, all spring and now it's summer and you got to lose that 15 pounds to, you know, to do whatever. Right. And so now it's, it's a necessity. Now it's, you know, it's like an emergency. And most times that's what it takes for people to take action. It it takes an emergency. It takes a, a crisis. It takes something, you know, um, extraordinary to get them to take action but you don't want to live like like that you don't want to live from emergency to emergency from crisis to crisis you want to live where you're steadily growing steadily evolving steadily improving so how do you do that your mind has to align with your desired goal so if your desired goal is to be in shape then your mind has to think along the lines of being in shape what that means is that you have to stop thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay? Because at the end of the day, if you want to be healthy, you're going to have to work out. Now, there's different paths that you can take, but you're going to have to work out. You're going to have to get off the couch and move your body. You're going to have to eat differently than the way you've been eating these last years and, and, you know, in some cases, decades, your behavior has to change, but your behavior is not going to change until your thoughts change. And so your thoughts are where the problem is. If you're looking for what they call the governor or in science, they call it the limiting reagent. If you're looking for the kingpin, for lack of a better word, or that lack of a better way of saying it, it's the way you think. And it's not the way you think every now and then. It's the way you think on a continual basis, your dominant mental thoughts. In other words, the average of your thoughts. The Bible says that as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Not so much what you think, but as you think. If you're thinking as someone that needs to lose weight, then you become someone that needs to lose weight. But I don't really want to be that. I want to be the person that has lost the weight. I want to be the person that's healthy. So that means I've got to change the way I think. I've got to change the way I think. I've got to think like a person that is in shape. How would a person that is in shape think? A person that is in shape would think I should be eating or I eat a certain amount of fruits and vegetables. I have, you know, a person that is in shape has control of their diet. They plan their meals out. They are disciplined, right? And that discipline starts in the mind. It starts between your ears. It doesn't start by doing because your dominant habits are going to overtake whatever you start. That's why most people quit diet and exercise plans. That's why most people quit financial improvement plans. That's why most people quit therapy because it's not natural. You're not used to doing it, okay? But do you need to go to therapy or not? And the answer is, you know, often is yes. 
So if you need to go to therapy, but you don't feel like going to therapy, is the answer to quit? Well, not if you want to improve. If you want to improve, if you want to get better, if you want your mental health to get better, then you got to go to therapy. If you want your health to get better, then you got to, you know, you got to see a doctor. You may not want to see a doctor. I remember uh, Bill Cosby before all the nonsense surrounding him came out. He had said that his friends didn't want to go to the doctor because if I don't, you know, if he doesn't tell me, then I don't have it. If I don't go to the doctor, I don't have it, right? Which, of course, is a ridiculous notion. (laughs) But that's how some people think. It's like, well, you know, if I don't hear it, then I don't have it. And, you know, as a mindset coach, as a spiritual coach, like I, you know, yeah, I understand the power of words and the power of belief and everything else, but you can't get rid of something that you don't know you have, right? Sometimes the doctor's function in your life is to tell you, like, hey, this is what's going on. And it may be things that you're not aware of because, you know, they have tests and things that they can look at. But my point to get back to the original point is that I've got to think in line with what I want. I've got to think in line with who I want to be. Okay. I cannot think out of line with that because if I do, I get more of what I've already got. And that's not what I want. Sometimes, you know, I'm at work and, you know, I don't, I'm not motivated. You know, I'm not motivated. I'm not motivated to do, to do what I need to do, but I need to do it because that's how my family eats. So I have a responsibility and it goes beyond what I want to do. Desire is a vital cog. It's a vital thing because it's the spark. Okay, it sparks the fire. Every fire starts with a spark. It starts with a match. It's small, but it starts the fire which grows, right? So desire is important because without desire, there's no fire, right? There's no light. There's no heat. There's no energy. So we need desire. But our desires can't drive the bus, okay? The engine is under the hood. It's not in the in the car itself. It's not in the passenger seat. It's not inside with you. If the engine is inside the car with you, that means it's not working, okay? The engine is underneath the car because it's powering the car, but you're steering the car, okay? You're the one you know, controlling the gas and the brakes and everything else, okay? The engine's not doing that. All the engine knows is to go, 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 right? All the engine knows to do is to provide power. But you are the one steering the car. You got to be the one to make the decision. You got to be the one to determine the direction of your life. And you're not going to do that effectively or correctly, if you're allowing your desires to drive everything, okay? There are a lot of things that I do 
that I don't want to do initially. I just don't. Okay? Working out, I'd rather sleep in some days. Okay? Working at my job, doing some of the stuff that I'm doing at my job, I'd rather not. There's a hundred other things I'd rather be doing, but there's a price. If I decide not to do those things, then there's a price for that. So while I'm at the job, what I've decided to do is I've decided to give my best and to do my best work. And then when that season is over at my job, then I will go do something else. But for my own reasons, I've decided to stay at that job until a certain period of time. So I can't, I can't allow my desires to drive my decisions if I'm making myself clear. I can't allow what I want and what I don't want to do to drive my choices because my you know, desire may not lead to the right choice. How many times have you wanted to knock somebody upside the head because of something they said or something they did, but you chose not to do it because why? It has consequences, right? So you didn't follow your desire then. Why all of a sudden are you trying to follow your desire now when you know that your desire will often lie to you and often lead you in the wrong direction? So that's why you have to you have to make a choice, you have to make a decision that I've got to think in line with where I want to be. And the way, you know, when you change your, your thought patterns and you change the way you think, you're taking the wheel back. You're taking the car back. You're taking control of your life. And you're no longer allowing yourself to be you know, basically tossed to and from because of your feelings, because, you know, you're frustrated or what have you, right? I know that there's times when you wish you could just, you know, quit everything and, and go live on a beach and or, you know, wherever, live in the mountains or live somewhere, right? Away from your current life. And, you know, that's what vacations are for, Right where you can go away and, you know, see something other than where you live. But in life, you know, we have responsibilities. And most people don't want to be unstable. Most people don't want to live in a situation where, you know, they don't know where the next paycheck is coming from or, or they don't know what, what they'll be able to, if they'll be able to eat this week or eat today or what have you. Most people don't want to live like that. So if you don't want to live like that, then you've got to have a certain level of responsibility and do the things that you need to do, regardless of how you feel about doing them. And that's what self-discipline is. And you would think that the older a person gets, that self-discipline is really a, a foregone conclusion, but it's not. It's not. A lot of people are not self-disciplined and, and it shows, Right. But for me, I know that it starts with the way that I think. And if you can start taking control of your mind 
And instead of allowing your mind to just think about anything, you know, everything and anything and whatever pops in your head, instead of thinking like that, start thinking in terms of, okay, this is what I want, right? So I want to be in shape. So I'm thinking along the lines of being in shape. So that means that I'm tightening up my diet. It means that I'm planning my meals. I'm planning my workouts. You know, I'm becoming almost obsessed with the process of being in shape. And stop thinking of I'm getting in shape, right? Start thinking from the place of I am in shape. If it's something that you need to do, stop thinking in terms of I got to get it done, right? That's the old way of thinking, and that's not a powerful place to be, right? Instead of thinking that way, think in terms of, I, you know, I finished it, I got it done, right? And you might say, well, that's not true because I need to do it. But no, think in terms of I got it done. Because remember, the rule is, as I think, is what I become. So if I... If I'm always thinking of when I got to get it done, I got to get it done, I never get caught up. I always stay behind. Because I'm thinking in terms of, you know, like I'm overwhelmed and everything else. No, no, no. Think in terms of I got it done. Think in terms of I am, I completed it. I'm good. I'm in a good place. I'm caught up with my work, caught up with whatever I'm doing business-wise. But think from that place. And when you start doing that, you're going to experience change and experience in a way that you probably haven't seen before. So thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Martin Williams. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Playbook Radio. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. For more information on Playbook Strategies courses and products, please go to GamePlanPlaybook.com.